2: Hello and welcome to the Man on the Post Daily World Cup edition number fifteen. We've done it, gents. We've made a podcast every day for fifteen days talking about this World Cup. I'm immensely proud. Uh more myself for organising this more than any any view lot, but still, um I am your host, Ross, and joining me tonight is Andy. Evening. And Colin.
1: Hello there. How are we doing, gents? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Um generally speaking. Yeah. Um, I have thoughts that i will share <laughs> soon but um not too bad fair enough Colin, how
0: are you? Can, yeah i'm good can, can we not just um send a message out about how extremely hot it is <laughs> <laughs> at the moment i mean um we're just pasty british guys mm. um and this is like you know sweat dripping off our faces just Opening a door, and get off the sofa. It, it's, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I can actually, you know, go to the oven to get the pizza out, and I've lost all the calories by <laughs> getting to the oven. So, yeah,
2: happy days. We're not built for this as a nation, and. Uh as a kingdom anyway let's let's talk about the games from today then let's talk about early games japan and poland finished 1-0 to poland kind of um irrelevant for the poles they got they got the win they were after after two losses to early on japan needed needed a result to get through um on their end but they were, they were kind of saved um overall by some yellow card shenanigans which we'll talk about in a second but poland finished with a win um they're going to be disappointed with this World Cup, aren't they, Andy? I'm massively
1: disappointed with them. Uh, I mean, heading into the tournament, I would have said yes. Hmm. Then you see their team and you realise... It's one uh, man. It's Yeah, it's Lewandowski and then it's the rest. Yeah. I mean, you look at the fact that, you know, today they played Camille um, uh, Grzycki hmm. out on the left, you know, who was hardly what I would call a regular for Hull yeah. for large parts of the season. Um, um wasn't at this tournament, was he? No, was he no a so. he retired. Who's kind of the other big name? Um, yeah, just not a great tournament for them at all. Um, and yeah, once you see the team and see that the fact that it was basically Lewandowski and, and ten other warm bodies on the pitch with them, then then it's perhaps not a huge surprise at this point that they that they went out.
2: No, maybe their previous tournament not success but impressive performances kind of um, swayed a lot of judgement before the World Cup um, Colin what did you think to um, Colombia and Senegal and you want to en- enlighten us with some Senegal facts don't you as well
0: well I just think it's a dreadful shame that Senegal are out of the tournament yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like to think Ross that one of the things that our podcast does is education definitely um then um would you like me to educate you on on some of the history of senegal yeah go for it. okay well just a little bit of information about the amazing country of senegal did you know the african renaissance monument is 49 meters high wow imagine that <laughs> right Pretty it's just to- it is it's it's definitely worth checking up on Google.
2: I'm two meters um, high, so that's, that's that's impressive.
0: And you're tall. Yes, you're about like six foot seven. Exactly. Is awesome. um, it is actually it's, it's made of bronze. Um, it's the tallest statue in Africa. Wow. Wowee. <laughs> um. In in the other news about Senegal, um. I mean, you know, I always like to see what their social activities are. Right. And um, has anybody ever here watched the uh, Senegal programme, Carbi? <laughs> Can't say that I have, Andy.
1: What the, what the fuck have I up <laughs> that?
0: <laughs> well, well <laughs> Andy, I'll tell you. It's for the Open um, University,
2: Andy, that's what you're for.
0: <laughs> well, if you haven't got it already, then um, I'm sure you'll probably be able to get it on Dave. <laughs> Gold or whatever, UK TV. Um but car B is translated into English as the sheep. (laughs) Um now this is one of the most popular TV shows in Senegal. Okay? So it's a little bit like our Britain's Got Talent. Okay. It's a beauty contest for the most handsome Ram in Senegal. (laughs) Um Bear with me here. Um, you're going to be wanting to uh, put this on a uh, serious record. Um, judges examine, uh, you know, a balanced face, shiny coat, weight, and also the symmetry of the ram's horns and testicles. <laughs> so, So just imagine, right, to put it in perspective, if it was Britain's Got Talent. Piers Morgan, yeah. Simon Cowell, and, Amal- <laughs> and Amanda Holden examining a sheep's undercarriage. i us watch it, and you get the picture.
1: Yeah, I'd I watch mean, it. I, I, I've it. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be out there somewhere. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm sorry, I. You did say this was Senegal, didn't you? This wasn't Aberdeen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got it there? Very similar. Is it on BBC Alba? <laughs> ah, right, okay, right. I, I, knew, I knew
0: this was very familiar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> ah,
2: right. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the game. Enough Senegal facts. Uh, Senegal are out of the World Cup, <laughs> thanks to
1: having too many yellow cards. Andy, what do you reckon to this um I'd, way of knocking I'd, teams out I'd, i mean i said on on twitter that i thought that uh the, the very phrase out on yellow cards makes me slightly nauseous yeah, it's um really harsh. it's it's really harsh there has to be a better way to do it I'd, i appreciate that it's not like you could get the two teams to meet up in a neutral city and take penalty kicks until one <laughs> goes out i understand that's not an, an option um but there has to there has to be a better way to do it. Japan, uh, just to come back to them for a moment, yeah. uh, were exceptionally lucky. Not just that they had fewer yellow cards, but I mean, the, the manager decided to make six changes mm. to the lineup that had, had performed so well in the previous two games, Incredibly which risky. was a, yeah, um, almost a, almost a theme for the day, yeah. I would say. <laughs> But yeah, we'll, we'll come on to that. Um, yeah, Senegal, I think, consider themselves very unlucky. I think they, along with Peru, are probably the best two sides not to have qualified. Yeah. Um, it's always great when we get African teams in the later stages, as much for the fans as anything else. It's always a fantastic atmosphere. Colombia, I mean, that was probably the best crowd atmosphere yeah, we've had to the tournament knows. so far. Um, but, yeah, uh, Senegal, for me, just eventually paid for not having enough uh, class up front. You know, Mane's not a striker. That's where they ended up playing him. Um, it's not his game. And, yeah, eventually they, they've paid for it. They've got some good young players, and, and hopefully they find someone who can who can ban those goals in for for 2022.
2: Yeah, I think they'll be back stronger, definitely. Colin, what do you think to the, the yellow card, meaning you get knocked out? I, I,
0: personally, I would prefer a coin flip. <laughs> that well, that would probably be more harsh. Um, right. I, I don't know. It sounds dreadfully <sighs> draconian, doesn't it? I mean, if England went out on, oh, fucking us, all the sun would run. Out a a drac, yeah. Of, of course, yeah. <laughs> you know, we'd be taking it to the high court. <laughs> European Commission, (laughs) everything, you know, FIFA, Blatter, whatever, whatever, get him out of jail, whatever. I don't know. Um, It is harsh, but they were the rules that were set in stone when we entered the tournament. Um, I, perhaps, you know, I was made out to be a lunatic at the time. I said, Japan are going to qualify. You did, yeah. Out of this group. Everyone else... Poo-pooed me. Um <laughs> where's a poo poo now? And um I think they'll go far. And am I right in thinking that England will face Colombia?
2: Yes. England, Colombia and uh Belgium play Japan. Right,
0: okay. Okay. I mean maybe we'll come on to that a little bit later. But mm-hmm. I'm very thankful for that actually. Um so, yeah, very harsh. Very harsh. I mean, but... It is, but just, like you say, that's, that's the rules. You knew the rules before.
1: Yeah. However, having said that, it's just the rules, fine. But then that also means that that's not just on the teams. That's also on the referee to get these decisions, mm. right? Yes.
2: Yeah. Which yeah.
1: then becomes an almost separate issue. I'm sure that, you know, Senegal will probably look back in this tournament and they'll look at some of the bookings they picked up in those three games and they'll think, was that a booking? Yeah. Was that a booking? Um. Yeah. To me, I, I, there has to be a better way than this because again, I mean, that's not just in the team's hands now. You're you're essentially putting that in the hands of you know three uh, three officials, four mm. officials, and you know potentially those in the, the VAR yeah. room
2: well,
1: as well. Me, maybe Andy, that's why VAR. I I mean I'm a big
0: fan of it. That's why it's been so useful, because in the past, you'd say, oh, this ref was a bit dodge. He's had a few quid from (laughs) so-and-so. You know, you can't really say that with VAR. Um,
1: So, Well, Well, I mean, you can at the moment because VAR is only for ones where there is real genuine doubt.
2: They've had six yellow cards in three games. That's a lot for the, for this tournament this, they seem to be very lenient referees in this tournament but not wanting to dish out the yellow cards so I don't know if they're more on it because of the new, the new rules of the knockout rule yeah. part of it but six in three games is a, a lot
0: I mean I, I do understand to some extent because like imagine you know the way that Panama behaved yeah well tournament yeah. And especially against England mm. there is you know because of the way it's been set up punishment for being knobheads yeah. so you know so I I think it's I don't think where we are is perfect but I think it's better than what we had Mm, yeah Mm -hmm.
2: fair enough let's move on uh, to the last two games then of the group stages Panama lost to Tunisia Um, I don't think anyone maybe anywhere in the world watched this because this was incredibly (laughs) pointless (laughs) Tunisia they're happy
1: yeah, the, the one thing I'll say is that as much as Panama's players, I think, let them down with some of their antics during the games, Panama's yeah. support was fantastic. And yeah. so I was pleased that they at least managed to score a couple of goals. I mean, the, the celebration, I mean, they were five, one down, six
2: yeah,
1: five, or, uh, down at five, the time five, yeah. against England, and they still celebrated that goal like they'd won the World Cup. It's was the yeah. first World Cup, they scored the goal. I was I was pleased for their their fans if nothing else. Mm.
2: That's um Tunisia's first win at World Cup for thirteen thirteen games. Mm-hmm. So fair play to them, they've got they've got their win. They've got a monkey off their back. Um can't see
0: them getting too many more unless some wonder kid appears from nowhere. can I just say, Ross, I'm not too bothered about that. I mean, I, I love the pomp and circumstance about This team doing this, this team, weren't they so great? (laughs) You you, you know, what what wonderful guys. They're out. (laughs) You know, they've been spanked, but what a lovely set of fans. Bullshit. No, they're they're out because they're (laughs) shit, right? And Andy, maybe your Scottish sentiment is coming in there because your fan base is brilliant, right? (laughs) But But we all know how you're doing. International tournaments. Oh, so, whoa, 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 whoa! Let's, whoa, let's okay, just well, come all right. on.
1: Okay, let's let's put it this way then. Take Scotland completely out the equation. Whose fans would you rather have, Panama or the fucking England band? Oh, Panama. Panama, Panama. every single time. Fuck, that man. <laughs> Fuck the England band. <laughs> That's stupid. Well, well, there, but all the time. Fucking September about twenty-five times a match. Fuck <laughs> off.
0: But the the um, <laughs> the Russian TV cameras disagree. They're always. Panning to
1: them, oh, aren't they? Great, are oh, You he's know. Got a drum, he's got a oh, look at these fellas I'm
0: assuming time.
1: that I'm, I'm assuming them that is because England did not take any good-looking female fans, which exactly. seems to be the MO of the camera man.
2: <laughs> this what. Maybe Cup. the
1: wags have not been allowed this time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> England anyway. England played Belgium in what was essentially, um, effectively a dead, a dead rubber. Um, Belgium won it in the end thanks to an Adlan goal. Good goal. Pickford got a fingertip to it, but. Uh, it, it was a very good strike. He he did Danny Rose for, with the eyes. I think a little move and just cut inside and smashed into the top corner. Good finish. England yeah. never really got out of second gear. Um, Marcus Rashford needs to work on his finishing because Jamie Vardy gave him two or three chances on a plate
0: that he yeah. just he just didn't
2: put away. And you think if that's Kane, even Welbeck or Rolls reversed, Vardy would be finishing those. And things could be looking a bit different now, but that's how it ends um, if you follow me on Twitter you'll see that I'm massively disappointed that England made eight changes to the line-up that thrashed Panama uh, fair enough it's only Panama but you build momentum and m- momentum in tournaments is key and I think all that momentum is now gone from England because this was a really really flat performance um, I think Fabian side aside Jamie Vardy put in a really good shift no one else can really come out of this with their head held high um, I don't know what you think Andy about that you, you said you got a rant loaded and ready to cock
1: yeah, this one well yeah I mean I had a rant ready if this has ended up nil nil because mm. the, the concept of to me if you have aspirations of winning the World Cup yep. you think that you could beat any team in that tournament mm-hmm. it shouldn't matter if it's in the second round quarterfinals or final for both of those teams to have come out Martinez before the game and then Gareth Southgate afterwards. And basically, admit that you weren't that bothered about losing that game. I'm sorry, it's it's fucking disgraceful. It yeah. goes against for me. It goes against everything, you know. Sporting integrity is is perhaps you know overplayed nowadays. It's a it's a very different time from you know the 50s and the 60s and so on when you know fair play and a handshake was 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 what it was all about. Yeah. For, but England to make. Eight changes. I said before the game that I thought that England making those eight changes was no different from Roberto Martinez uh, saying that you know their priority wasn't to win. Mm. And someone took me to task on it and I said, Right, fair enough. I'll wait until after the final whistle. <laughs> One, they were fucking dreadful during the game. Yep. I mean dreadful. Um apart from that Rashford chance, there was they did very little else. Yeah. Um think that Southgate was then interviewed on the pitch after the game and basically admitted that it had double objectives when it came to the knockout stage. Completely summed that up for me. Basically, you know, he just said exactly what Martinez said. Makes him just as bad. Martinez's team, at least, had a few chances and yeah. actually won the game. But this, the idea that England would prefer to play Colombia over Japan—madness. Just so that they can possibly avoid Brazil in the quarterfinals is arrogant yep. it's hubris it is uh overstating your own case considering that the two teams you beat were what we kind of expected they would be which was cannon fodder um i genuinely part part of me hopes that both england and belgium get fucked out in the next round <laughs> because that's for me that's no foot that's not football that's um that's that's and unfortunately, I've got to say this. It's typical English arrogance when it comes to the World Cup. It happens every single time. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> West, of West fans and modern media. Right? Let's be honest that it's always been about the media. Yes. The second England get a good result against any team, no matter how poor, and let's be honest, Panama were fucking awful. Yeah. Um. Not competition winners. Yeah. Are are and now you know, all of a sudden, England have got the swagger back and, you know, they can go all the way. Pesh, I'm sorry. The <laughs> no, they come up, no, the Andy, they you've got it wrong, them, man. Oh, no, 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 no. Go on, Colin. Do you
0: is, 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 this, is this sort of behaviour not exactly what Germany have done in every single tournament where they've been successful? The answer is yes. Yeah, and they've they done been all right. They Thing. this is a thing you the might not like it, but the thing is if england do well in this tournament nobody will remember the belgium game this is the thing you've got to play it as you want it um and to, to, to be honest i mean what did anybody expect we're going to go out there and like you know, England going to run their tits off to try and beat Belgium 5-0. I
2: don't don't think we're better now, but that game was there
1: for the take-in today. Belgium weren't
2: interested either.
1: the The fact is that England built real momentum in those two games. You can argue, this is the opposite argument here that I'm I'm going to make slightly. You can argue about the quality of the opposition all you want, but the fact that England scored eight goals over two games, Hmm. there was a real feel-good factor. They'd had two games where they were able to kind of get the ball down, knock it about, you know, build some real confidence, and then you make eight changes. You bring in players who, by the way, proved that they were on the bench for a reason. Yeah. Eric Dyer, that's, so, lot, so that's out there. Yeah, so so for me that's where the difference is and I, I think that's where your argument falls down, Colin. And that Germany, to me, I've never seen in the tournaments that Germany have been more successful, I've never seen them look to not win a game. I think that's the difference. You don't be watching
0: this World Cup then. <laughs> Yeah, that's – I mean, that's – yeah, that's that's just – I mean, I disagree completely. I mean, basically, the reason you've got a 23-man squad is because you've got 23 players to choose. England have done that. They've used them. And to be honest, like for like, most of them are okay. You're not not swapping Gerrard for, um, you know, Jake Livermore. You know what I mean? Yeah. it's, it's a pretty much like-for-like like thing. And I, and I think, you know, if you take a 23-man squad, you should 23. Um, it's as dead rubber, right? I so, agree with
2: you to a point, what? but you're, you're trying to build something. You've got a very young back five. Those, those guys need to play together as much as possible at this, this level to really build up that solidity. Look at the Italian back five that played together for 10, 12 years.
0: Yeah, the ones World that Cups. didn't qualify.
2: Not this year. They won the World Cup two World Cups ago. Right, okay. With the back five that have played together for a long, 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 long time. Fair enough, give Vardy and Rashford a chance because Harry Kane's already got five goals and he, he looks fine, but you're not building anything with this. This is just throwing away all the momentum that they've built and I honestly think we're going to lose to Colombia with it, with James Rodriguez or not, if he's, if he's there or not in the next game. We're going to lose to them because we looked flat and Southgate's going to expect those players to come back in and immediately pick up where they left off, left off against Panama, and that ain't gonna happen.
0: Um, I'd question that.
2: Colombia look quick on the on the counter attack, like Mexico did against Germany. They're gonna destroy <coughs> our back four with that with that
0: pace. Colombia are not a good team.
2: No, they're not. I'm not saying they are, but they are quick and they can counter attack like a like a lot of good teams can at this World Cup. Look, we can't. They can they can have success against us.
0: I I reckon that we're quicker. And we can... not, not the
2: back, we're not. Who's quicker? Well, John Stones, lumbering around. No. Harry Maguire, lumbering around like a fucking tree.
0: No, but that's England's M.O., isn't it? You know, being on the counter-attack, beating him. Um, I, I Two I pers- can't
2: play counter-attack against each other because it's going to result in what we've just seen.
0: Right, okay. Well, we'll see how it goes. But uh, my personal take on this is that I am extremely happy that England have drawn Colombia, um, because I think Japan are dangerous. Um, And I tipped Belgium for great things, but I think they could potentially struggle against Japan. Um, I'd much rather have Colombia. I don't know what you guys think. I just think we know enough about them. We've got what it takes to beat them. And I don't know. Am I in the wrong here?
2: I don't know. Uh, no, no one's right or wrong. If it's all about opinions. And we've all got different ones on this. I, I think there was a mistake. Andy does as well. You think it, it's fine. It's, that's what... Talking about football is good. That's why it's good. Everyone has their own opinions on things. And let's quickly look at the uh, the last 16 then, the knockout stages. So, yeah, England have got Colombia. Uh, Japan play Belgium. Um, we start with France against Argentina on Saturday. That's either going to be incredibly dull or both teams are going to finally wake up in this tournament. What do you think that's going to happen in that one?
1: I I really don't want this to be the case because I think Argentina have been spectacularly poor in this (laughs) tournament. But I think they're possibly going to beat France because I think that Didier Deschamps is... An awful manager (laughs) he has an absolute wealth of talent available to him doesn't seem like he has any clue what their best team is no he doesn't know looks I mean I think Olivier Giroud deserves to be in the France squad I think he Mm -hmm. should be coming off the bench I don't think he should be starting games you would hope that he would sort that out eventually and it will go with Griezmann and Mbappe who should cause any defence in this tournament problems with movement alone. Yeah. Um. Didier Deschamps seems to have run into Jose Mourinho syndrome, where he doesn't seem to know how best to use Paul Pogba.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. The only manager so far who seems to know how to get the best out of Pogba is, uh, where it's two is Conte and Allegri. Yeah. Maybe maybe Pogba's just better suited to talent football. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I just feel like. So you get you guys know my opinion of Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi is a fantastic player, but I think he has been the product of a system for ten years that has allowed him to be because everything's been built around him. Yeah. However, he proved against uh, Nigeria that with that goal. That goal was, incredible. That goal was stunning, yeah. and that's what he's capable of. And I feel like France don't have a player capable of doing the things Messi. Can that do a moment of magic here. Argentina. Um,
0: I I completely disagree with Andy. Um, I think saying that Didier Deschamps is a poor manager is exactly why Didier Deschamps is a manager and Andy isn't. Whoa. Um, Whoa. Because you've had your say. Let me have mine. <laughs> okay. Um, at the end of the day. Um Argentina scrape through, right? Um France have done all right. Um they've got the talent there. Um uh, let me make it perfectly honest. You know, France are absolutely going to batter Argentina, right? How, however much you want to poo poo, that's a that's a phrase of the podcast, isn't it? The poo poo so. Yeah, you can poo poo as much as you want but he's only got what he has to work with and the Argentina side are there for the taking absolutely there for the taking um, and France I think demolish them I, I reckon it'll be a easily 3-0 there you go well, I think this is going to be our first uh, extra time game
2: anyway we need to rush through the rest of these so quick just two or three word answers Uruguay versus Portugal also on Saturday
1: Andy uh, Portugal shit house the way a one 0 win. <laughs> uh, Ronaldo will score a deflected goal that hit original hits Pepe's ass or something. Beautiful, Colin. Yeah, as much
0: as um, I disagree with Andy on Didier, um, I completely agree. I think Portugal can get through this. Uh,
2: then we've got on uh, Sun- uh, Sunday Spain versus Russia. This should be Spain all over. Russia with kind of their bubbles burst, isn't it? In the last group game, Colin.
0: Russia, for me.
1: Oh, okay. Andy? Uh, Spain, but I don't think it's going to be quite as easy as a lot of people think. It could be extra time, couldn't it, Andy? Yeah, yeah. Do you think th- it could be one of them? Yeah, I mean, the, the thing I should say about Spain is that Spain, as much as they play great football and so on, don't have a lot of pace. I think there's possibilities there. Don't get me wrong, Russia don't have a huge amount either. But I think in F, um They've got a player who could do real damage down that right-hand side. Mm. Um, Jubia could definitely get that back too. I think Piquet and Ramos are both past it at this point. Um, yeah, but I, I think they might just have too much going forward.
2: And then also Sunday, uh, Sunday night is Croatia versus Denmark. That's got to be Croatia, is not it? I've backed them to win the whole thing today at 12-1. Uh, to
1: Ooh.
2: About 20 quid on that.
1: Yeah, uh, Croatia have been probably. I mean, if you look at it objectively, Croatia have probably been the best team in the tournament so far because they've looked the most comfortable. Haven't necessarily turned on. Yeah, I mean, they beat a really bad Argentina. Argentina gave up as soon as it yeah. went one 0 down in that game. But Croatia still can only beat what's put in front of them. Um, Modric has been outstanding. Um, yeah, I, I, this is an easy Croatia win for me.
0: Colin. I don't know, you'd like to think Croatia, but I think Denmark might park the bus to some extent, and I think it's going to go to extra time.
2: That is what they um, they qualified with one, one
0: win, two goals scored and one goal conceded. Denmark. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll have to see. I mean, I, I would hazard a guess on Croatia to win, but full-time 90 minutes, I'd say a draw. Okay, well,
2: bar in Spain on that side of the draw, there's nothing standing in the way for me to win some money. Um, Monday night, we've got uh, Belgium and Japan. We've already talked about this one, Colin, you're thinking Japan, yeah?
1: It's Japan all the way. Andy? Uh, I'm going Belgium. And Um, then,
2: yeah, Monday lunchtime we've got um, Brazil versus Mexico, which should be a good game. Mexico have been pretty good so far, um, if they can recover from their last group game. Brazil warming up slightly, not been massively impressive yet, but should be a good game.
1: Yeah, just quickly in Brazil, I've, I've said, I've made this public. I think they're actually a better team without Neymar. Yeah. Uh, I think Neymar is a black hole. When that ball gets into him, it basically just doesn't come back out again because he's <laughs> too busy fat, deep, four or five players. I think the best <laughs> moves have all come involving Coutinho, Paulinho, uh, Willian, uh, Jesus. Um, I think they'll win fairly comfortably, but I think Neymar needs to get out of his own way a bit. Yeah.
2: Colin, Brazil, Mexico?
1: Um, I don't think it is actually Brazil, Mexico.
0: I think it's Neymar versus Mexico. (laughs) Yeah, basically. I think he's got his own ego and he's so far up his own arse. Hmm. Um, I completely agree with Andy. This is a sort of player who will bring that team down. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm going Mexico.
2: Mexico can beat them. They're, they're an exciting team, Mexico. And then Tuesday, we've got Sweden, Switzerland. Sweden looking good, actually. Ponis Janssen looking like a beast at the back there, Colin.
0: Oh, yeah. They've got the mighty Swiss, <laughs> Lovely. who uh, aren't fantastic. This will be quite a tasty he plays game, for, uh He plays for Leeds United, doesn't he? <laughs> well? The only Leeds they out looking Yeah. At the oh, team, yeah.
2: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to Sweden in this one. Switzerland haven't really impressed me too much so far. Andy?
1: I. Think this game might go to
2: penalties.
1: Yeah, uh, I actually think Sweden have been okay. I think Forsberg yeah. has been has been really good for them. Probably their standout player, but Switzerland have been better than I expected. And as much as Sweden, I think have some uh, threat going forward. I don't know if it will be enough to get through. But it's actually been a pretty solid uh, Swiss defense so far. So I could see this being goalless and going to penalties. And uh, it's a toss up at that point, we'll yeah. we'll see we'll see
2: Colin, any favour on this one?
1: Yeah,
0: I think it'll be Switzerland. I think they've um you know, embraced a lot of um Switzerland living <laughs> people from outside, um, which has expanded their squad and it's given them the talent that they need. So I fear unfortunately it's the end for, Swiss, uh, for Sweden um, yeah I'll go with Switzerland that's alright that gets putting us back home into the arms of Bielsa
2: I'm sure <laughs> he's loving that and then uh, England and Colombia I've already said Colombia um, we'll,
1: we'll finish with you Colin Andy what do you think uh, um, it, it, it sounds like sitting on the fence it's really going to depend on whether James Rodriguez is fit or not if he's yes. fit I think Colombia still steal it by a goal Um, If he's not fit, uh, I'd maybe go England by the odd goal in three. Okay.
0: Colin, you said England, I guess. Uh, I am going for England, and uh, thank you, Andy,
1: for um,
0: supporting your Masters. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm going to
1: let you finish talking. <laughs> I thought cut you to, were rangers, weren't you? Cut to, yeah. cut to the next game. I'm not talking England anymore. It's the last game. Thankfully, that was the last game. Um, so, oh, is it, right? <laughs> there's going to be a, a little break tomorrow.
2: I think from the daily podcast, unless the extra time get to get together to discuss the group stages uh, in more detail. Uh, until then, we'll be back with the, the knockout stages on Saturday, Saturday night. Looking forward to the knockout games. Until then, you can find us on Twitter at Man on the Post. You can find me at RossBell1984. You can find Colin.
0: Yeah, you can find me at Cass707. And check out the African Renaissance monument.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Get on the Wikipedia page. Uh, Andy, where are you on Twitter? Uh, You can find me at Tyson hashtag (laughs) AndyRef2. So all this leaves me to say is goodbye. Uh, It's
2: goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Andy. Cheers, guys. And a goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. And always remember to have your manual (laughs) post.